I'm Eileen Ray McCann for Circle of Blue, and here's What's Up With Water, your need-to-know news of the world's water. Demonstrators in southwestern Iran who were protesting water shortages and pollution clashed with security forces earlier this month. Eleven people were injured in the protests in Khuzestan province near the Iraq border when an unidentified man began shooting. The state-run news agency acknowledged that there have been a number of demonstrations over water quality in cities in Khuzestan. A large part of the province's agricultural sector reportedly lacks irrigation water. Khuzestan was hard hit by the eight-year war with Iraq in the 1980s. Drought and pollution have been persistent problems for the primarily Arab residents who accuse officials of discrimination. Water shortages, however, are widespread, and protests continue across Iran. The Financial Tribune of Tehran says that about 40 percent of Iran has endured serious drought since last December. A government monitoring agency said that the last four months of 2017 were the driest period in the last 67 years, with rainfall amounts reduced to less than half the long-term average. The head of Iran's civil defense organization recently accused Israel of causing drought in his country by extracting water out of clouds over the Mediterranean. By the time they reached Iran, he said, they were too dry to bring needed rain or snow. A director of Iran's weather agency dismissed the charge, warning that such talk would distract from the country's real problems. A new report from the European Environment Agency says that most of Europe's waterways are failing water quality tests. The State of Our Waters report summarizes data from 130,000 water bodies in Europe. It concludes that only 40% of the surveyed lakes, rivers, and streams are in good ecological condition. The other 60% do not meet minimum standards for avoiding pollution and habitat degradation. That's despite EU laws and biodiversity efforts. The report indicated that England is one of the poorest performers. Scotland showed far better results with water standards comparable to Scandinavia. The report's data showed a major contrast between chemical pollution in ground and surface water sites. Good quality groundwater sites were twice as prevalent as good quality surface water sites. Mercury is one of the most common pollutants, along with pesticides, wastewater, and contaminated rainfall. The head of natural resources for the World Wildlife Fund in Europe told The Guardian that, quote, the legislation is there in the form of the EU's Water Framework Directive, but the political will is clearly lacking to make it work on the ground. Summer in the United States comes with increasing concern over algae blooms in major waterways. In the Great Lakes region, early and intense summer heat brought early blooms in the western part of Lake Erie, along with concerns for health and drinking water safety. Meanwhile, Florida's coasts face a threat from Lake Okeechobee, which is swamped with a massive algae bloom that is oozing through waterways both east and west. In the Great Lakes, officials are warning residents to avoid all scums floating on western Lake Erie, as intense summer temperatures have prompted early algae growth. Lake Erie has a couple hundred types of algae, 
and most of these are harmless parts of the food chain. But cyanobacteria are different. They look like algae, but are actually bacteria that produce toxins and thrive in warm water. Lake Erie toxin levels are not yet clear, and the blooms are in the early stages of their growth, moving around as the wind blows them. But they have been large enough to be monitored by satellite, and they are growing faster and getting denser. A University of Toledo algae researcher says the blooms typically form around Toledo first because the water is shallower and therefore warmer. He says that this early bloom could be the main one that continues until October. In the past, early mini-blooms form and die off before the main blooms come later in the summer. But, he says, this year the heat may mean no break. In 2014, Toledo's water intake was hit by a toxic algae bloom, creating a citywide water crisis. So far, the water intake is not in danger, but the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has been looking for a sizable bloom in 2018. NOAA will issue its final forecast for this year on July 12th. In Florida's Lake Okeechobee, bright green algae form mats that are many inches thick. They can seriously impair ecosystems, kill fish, and destroy oyster populations and sea grasses. And they can be harmful to humans and animals. Florida has been testing affected waters for toxic cyanobacteria and has so far reported only low amounts. However, a local River Watch group recently posted its own testing, which showed that some of the worst blooms were hundreds of times over safety limits. The spread of algae could have wide implications from politics to business. Governor Rick Scott has a history of defunding Florida's environmental regulators. He has ordered emergency efforts to contain the algae outbreak, which could be an issue in his campaign for the U.S. Senate. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers plans to cut back water flows to Florida's eastern coast in order to give the tides a chance to flush the algae, but it warns that summer rains will force additional water releases. Environmentalists have long urged more monitoring and protection for Florida's water. They say that the state has failed to get to the heart of the bloom problem, excessive nutrients from agricultural runoff, urban stormwater, and leaking septic tanks. The state has tried for decades to clean Lake Okeechobee, creating filter marshes and attempting to enforce runoff rules. But the lake has been inundated with nutrients, and both tropical storms and seasonal rains can have a major effect on the distribution and movements of those nutrients. Residents at Lake Okeechobee are pressing for a new management plan. A huge reservoir to divert water is at least seven years away. For now, the district struggles with temporary measures to get the water moving without spreading the algae mess along the coasts. Weather is crucial, and though less rain is predicted over the next two weeks, the rainy season overall is expected to be wetter than usual. As Lake Okeechobee fills, its water and its algae will need somewhere to go. Most of Ireland is in a state of absolute drought, according to the Irish Times. For the last two weeks, no rainfall was recorded at 24 of 25 weather stations. The whole country is under a hosepipe ban, 
which prohibits the use of water for gardening, car washing, or filling pools. Irish Water says the ban may be in effect through July, as dry, warm weather is predicted well into this week. And that's What's Up With Water. We'd like to share what's up where you are. Tweet us with your water news at Circle of Blue, hashtag What's Up With Water.